What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter. I am McCarter. I am SK, McCarter's co-host. Hell yeah. We are back with another episode talking to another badass entrepreneur that is in the cannabis space kind of touching. His name is Ruben Del Cabrera, but he goes by Rube or Rubezilla is his artist name. So he's an amazing street artist that is now into NFTs and does these amazing collaborations with cannabis brands. And we had a dope ass conversation. Yeah, he told us so much about NFTs. I felt like I didn't know anything going in and coming out. I'm like, I can know a little bit more in NFTs, maybe. Yeah, like the the possibilities are there. At least there's knowledge on the market. Yeah. Um, we also talked about the benefits of therapy, which I think you and I are both oh, advocates yes. of. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, it was it was really just great to talk to him he was a marine for many years before yes, a, getting a veteran with yeah. three children too and they were adorable <laughs> yeah i loved uh, his story of like getting out of the marines and going to his first dispensary and just like walking down the street feeling like um like he was kid in a Cuddy. kid yeah. video <laughs> yes i love that because i that's how i used to feel too in high school like, yeah Smoking weed, listening to Kid Cudi, being like, oh, my God, he understands me. Like, (laughs) someone else feels this way. It's not just me. Yeah, he's amazing. He grew up in New York, but he has Puerto Rican roots. So he has just a really cool perspective, too, since those markets are now coming on online as well. And he travels all over. He talks about going to L.A. and uh, getting his first NFT actually gifted to him for, like, a project he did. So it was just super interesting. We explore so many different topics. Yeah. It was just interesting all around, but definitely touch on NFTs a lot at the beginning, then get into like his work and what he's doing with cannabis brands and hopefully the the impact he's making. Yeah. And it was super interesting. I hope everyone enjoys it just as much as we did. Yeah, it was really great to talk to him. Um, this episode is brought to you by MJ Arsenal. Check them out, mjarsenal.com. And um, find us on Instagram at High Minded Pod. Yeah, and you can also use our code for MJ Arsenal Glass to save. The code is McCarter Gets High. So be sure to use that at checkout to save. And thanks again for listening. Please be sure to rate and subscribe us. Give us five stars. We would love an amazing review because. Yeah, help just helps us out in general. So tell us how we're doing. Yeah, please. We love feedback. Please, please, yes. All right, enjoy and stay high. I'm Rubezilla. My mother named me Ruben Del Cabrera. Um, the third. But uh, yeah, I am originally from New York, uh, city of Buffalo. Uh, my family migrated to Brooklyn and Queens from Puerto Rico. My mom was like 12, 12 13. Um, so I was just like just telling you that the heritage of New York. Just Puerto like, Rican and New York. Oh, yeah. New York, Puerto Rican, New Yorkian. Um, New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. Thank you, Ruben, for coming on. We met in Vegas and then realized we had all of these mutual friends. So many. And then we met again at my favorite dispensary, Peaceful Choice. Hey. And then you made this amazing artwork hanging behind me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I was like, you have to come on my podcast. <laughs> so I'm so happy you're finally here <coughs> and for making the trek to Boulder. And yeah, I'm so happy and excited to discuss like um, cannabis, the way your art is like how you're collaborating with cannabis brands and like just, yeah, perpetuating that like art is going to live on, you know, past us and like mm -hmm. just making your amazing mark. Thank you. Yeah. So what, why are you so connected with the cannabis industry specifically? Like this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I meet people, we talk, we go to dinner, we just like kick it. I'll smoke weed with like an owner or like, um, I'm friends with everyone from like a bud tender to the guy who owns the grows to like literally I'm helping facilitate a New York licensing purchase. Like, Damn. I went from, bro, I used to fucking scrape like change for Ace of Shake. From fucking <laughs> Sweet Leaf, bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Oh my Rap God. That, uh -huh. <laughs> yep. On my lunch break, bro, just to hit little bowls. And even back then, I was like, homies, they would call me the stoner at work. I would, um, so you've like, always been connected to cannabis. Yeah, just yeah. it's a natural. Yeah, my, my family like extension. sold drugs <laughs> of sorts. And uh, I don't know, like, I remember watching my uncle break down a Philly, drive a car with his knees type shit. So, like, yeah. weed has always been the culture. Like, I've been obsessed with hip-hop. I wasn't, like, a pothead in high school by any means. Um, like, you know, after I graduated high school, like, I smoked weed for a bit. Um, I was never somebody who was just, like, constantly re-upping, though. Mm -hmm. you know, I smoked weed. It was whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't become a stoner until after the military. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like, legit. The, the um, last couple months in the military... And then after I got out, like the day I got out, I hit a dispensary for the first time ever. Wow. And I was like, damn, just would hit a joint, walk into the grocery store. And like my world would be a Kid Cudi video. <laughs> yeah, that's how I used to. Yeah, you know, just like hit it twice and be like, whoa. <laughs> it became a wild hippie. Such you know, we all go memories. through our fucking, you know, like we immediately advance through our chakras and just yep. like we become supreme being. And yes. then like, like the wild. This is enlightenment. Yeah, you start smoking <laughs> totally. weed the first summer, you're enlightened. And then like the following winter, you're wild, depressed. And then you're just like yes. trying to figure out the balance. And like mm -hmm. we're all human again. Um, but. Yeah, when my art kicked off, it was Lance Perryman who um, like commissioned me for the dab. Mm -hmm. uh, Jericho out of Kansas City, I don't know if you guys know him from Fresh Karma. He had come to my Timbuktu opening, um, and he was just like, yo, um, we should paint our wall in our dispensary on Alameda. It's like tight. I spent seven days doing that. Um, so cool. Yeah. Super, super fucking wild. How big is that one? Um, eh, I don't know measurements, but like 40 feet long, I want to say. Okay, wow. 10 feet tall. And have you ever done like crush walls and stuff like that? Yeah, I've done crush walls. I've done Colfax Canvas. Um, You've been around the scene. Girl, I just got back from the <laughs> desert in California, in the Mojave Desert. I don't know if you know what Lake Dolores Water Park is. If you Google it, it's like just I've like the first water park in America. Oh, wow. Um, it's got a wild history. Wild. Wow. Just look it up. It's a fucking wild in history. In that area, I'm sure. Yeah, I hope they make a, a Netflix documentary about it. <laughs> but anyways, um, I've been invited by the new owners to come paint one of the billboards. And I just painted wow. like this 2,000 square feet. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the biggest that's thing I've so painted. cool. So, Dude, yeah, I've that's... painted things. I've painted. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That is amazing. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You deserve Dude, I remember when, like, all this and more. 
I remember when I couldn't like beg people to paint walls and shit, or like offer to use my own paint. And be like, I was gonna say how um, or ask how long have you been painting? Consistently, like five years now. Like okay. five years. Um, mm. That's no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting called out all the time because like I advance time. Like mm. I'm 33 right now, but I'll say I'm 34. And it's just oh, something okay. my mom would do. But, okay, I would say four and a half years. Okay. So five years won't be until, like, I don't know. Do you feel like you, like, manifested this oh, totally. career? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, because, like, I started painting in 2017 just in my backyard. Just, like, my ex-wife was annoyed with me, and I just, like, needed something to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, I don't know, she, like, wanted to watch her long story short i needed something to do um and shit man i um knew i was falling apart mentally working at banks because it just wasn't me mm. hated the culture like i couldn't connect with people because like all the dudes just i don't know just dudes that work at banks man. yeah like, they're yeah. usually squares bro i was painting graffiti on my lunch break smoking weed like yeah uh, <laughs> of course i'm different <laughs> like, yeah. They're so, like, where'd you get that tie? Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's like, I fucking, oops, I got dirty at my lunch break. It's like, <laughs> I'm covered in paint type shit. Yeah. Um. So, Um. yeah, fuck. I forgot where we got on this rabbit hole, but. Um, or how, yeah, oh, how, how long I've been painting. Painted. So, um, right. And um, it was, I want to say, fuck, 2017 is when I started. And when I took the leap forever. Like, just to do art was, like, 2019. I, like, went to just be... Uh, 2018, I went to be a security guard. Because um, I was like, I can't fucking work for the banks. I walked out. The lady called me a stoner. And, like, it was very just, like... I was persona non grata type shit. Mm. And I'm like, yo, like, fuck. I, I, in a high thought, I broke down how Nikola Tesla's magnetic conductor shit works. And I'm just like, I'm not stupid. Like... I Googled this shit and then it just so happened to believe, like, find out that a man named Nikola Tesla already invented this shit. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he got there first, but, like, my brain works the same way, so I can't be too far off. Yeah, and yeah. if my brain works the way his brain works, then, like, it's got to work the way, like, other brilliant people's brains work. And, like, it's, like, one barrier I started to break down. Um, and then I just, like, fucking left the banks. And then I would work security. Just because I could paint all day, mm -hmm. like take care of my kids, and then just work overnight and draw overnight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. that was cool. Up until like I watched the guy like he commits he committed suicide. Um, oh fuck! While I was at work, um, he like jumped off a building. Um, I watched him. I was a first responder. Like I had to be there what from like the, the whole fuck? time till they put him in the thing and took him away and give statements. Oh so it was my like, God. bro, it was hella traumatic. Whoa. Um, it like fucked me up for a year, legit, bro. I could not. I mean, I had to go. Sure. Yeah, I went to therapy for a bit. Like honestly, like I'm after the other day. Like I think I'm ready to go back to therapy. Um, just like starting to process things. Um, in ways that like I wouldn't like to right now um and just like learning new skills that is important and yeah. like yeah we're very pro-therapy <clears throat> yeah. we actually met through our dui therapy course Fire. Yeah, so. and Aww. and Love i therapy. still use 
that therapist. Dope. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. I can recommend. I can give you please, her number. Please, please, please. Like, I'm honestly, I'm high key trying to get back in the game. <laughs> um, she, yeah, Beth yeah. is amazing. Therapy <laughs> saved my life, though. Yeah. Um, legit, because like I was, like that brought up a bunch of other things that I didn't know that I was like not dealing with. Inter- internalizing. Yeah. Yeah, things from the military, things from just like my personal life, and like. Also helped me realize that, like, my marriage wasn't the best thing for me mentally. And, like, um, I didn't like the person I was. I was. Um, however, my art form was something that um, it was cathartic for me since day one. Like, after I went back to work, I was going to leave. And this dude, um, he was just like, you're in the military. You should be used to seeing people die. I don't see what the big deal is. What the fuck? Whoa. And like at the time, like now I can say, yo, you're a dick, bro. You shouldn't say that to people. At the time though, oh I was just like, you know, I was, yeah, I was, I internalized that too. I'm just like, fuck, okay, well. So I stayed there at work and I just took like a, um, a, a box of Sharpies. I stole those from the <laughs> hotel like storage room Good. and a pack of paper, computer paper. And I literally just sat there over and over and just started to see how many pieces of, like, how many faces I can fit on a piece of paper. And just, like, process different emotions from, like, at the time, like, Mac Miller's album um, had just dropped, um, Swimming. And, like, it was definitely something, like, um, I wanted to say around around the same time. I can't really remember. But it was something that... um, that I had connected and like held on to because it like helped me surf through mm-hmm. um, those emotional waves. Um, and then he passed away shortly after uh, that. Yeah. And it fucking cooked me, bro. Like, um, I don't know, like you mourn a loss of someone you never met. And like, that's, I think that's the power of art is because like, I love us telling my kids, like I make art not because I want people to feel my, you know, what I felt during the suicide or whatever. Um, but like, you know, you, there is an emotion or there's something you can connect to in that face and whatever it is, that's for you. That's yeah. between you and God. That's between you and Jesus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. um, I have nothing to do with that. Like I'm just the conduit type thing. And like, that was that night, um, immediately I learned that just like it was and still is a way for me to pass emotion. Yeah. Um, and like kind of put store it somewhere put that energy and not have it with channel it truly instead of like repress it or right and if you can make it beautiful then like what are you building after that type shit yeah so oh that's so insightful and now time for a quick commercial break mj arsenal glass specializes in mini rigs and blunt bubblers their motto is less air equals more flavor so you get the most out of your oil or flour Check them out at mjarsenal.com. Use code McCartergetsHigh to save. So recently into NFTs, which SK and I are like, wait, we want to know everything. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were talking about it a little bit before. But we don't want and, you to uh, give away your secrets, though. No, man. But if you want to, want to like, give feel free. Secrets, yeah. truly. I'll take the secrets. Yeah. Truly, truly. Whatever you want to give, early, so. we'll be happy to okay. receive. So are we still too early on say, NFTs? Or, uh, or not no too early, but too late. Like, are we too late? There we go. You're definitely not too late. Because H and R Block has no idea how to deal with it, right? Perfect. Yeah, that's when you know. I saw Coinbase H&R now has Block. like a yeah, a like, portfolio section for NFTs, and I was like, okay, if Coinbase is there, am I too late? It's- Listen, I'm not here to give 
financial advice. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, However, we, we need some disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer: This is not financial advice at all. Um, I can just tell you this like, is my for experience. entertainment Perfect. purposes only. We know yeah. we need to get it back on you. Oh, no. Don't put it on me. People want to see you. Yeah, they logged <laughs> off immediately. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Who's this white bitch?" <laughs> All right, so um, I think I told you guys the first time, if you're not now already, anyone listening, anyone working, any anyone working for themselves, take crypto as, like, take crypto for payment. Like, start getting paid in Ethereum, ApeCoin, anything. Like, get okay. yourself a Coinbase wallet and it, just put it there. Like, same way you can pay me an Apple Pay or Venmo is the same way you can send me Ethereum to my wallet and... That's just one small way to get yourself in the game, like start to see how your money makes money for itself. It's the easiest way to understand the stock market. A lot of people want it to seem overwhelming and scary, especially for women and people of color. Because mm-hmm. like, just want, no offense, don't come at me, but they just want a bunch of Mark Cubans up there. And I'm sure he's a really good dude. I have no idea like how he thinks, but like for me, it's just like rich, older white male yeah and yeah. like obviously f- my entire life that's just where i've seen the wealth sit so being able to grow up and watch jay-z do it for himself and master p like those are my literal heroes those are the only people who i'm watching mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to figure out my own game trying to come up as roof I, I read some andrew carnegie books but they were like written too long ago so long ago <laughs> <laughs> they were written way too long ago but um but yeah, um, so one, start getting paid in crypto. That was like, whoa, dope. Okay, if one wants to get paid in crypto, how does that work? Like, how do I know the exchange rate? Do I go with like, today it's this much, <laughs> right. so just send me $25 Well, and I today. feel like, hold on, the first thing is people don't even know which one is legit out of like crypto. Sure. Like, I feel like Bitcoin was the first one. Oh man, this is such a good talk right now i'm glad to be doing this <laughs> right now. like I, mean, I can talk about art and weed that's easy but like educating on crypto because i like but I, I feel like it all ties I like in I understand it. so you know? here we go. like I, I i own some crypto and on a what? little bit bitcoin okay. ethereum and litecoin and okay. one more there you go Cosmo so coin? essentially i lost a hundred dollars on dogecoin that's all i know <laughs> this is my wallet here no okay okay let's so my phone is it's your, your wallet. It's your okay. digital wallet. So Apple, yeah. I'll break this down. Apple has been giving us NFTs since you were able to get on a plane, since you were able to get your Starbucks. Okay, so your okay. Apple wallet. So like in Apple, eventually pretty soon here, you're going to be able to like use your NFTs. So Whoa. now cryptocurrency is currency, right? It's mm-hmm. This is currency. This is currency. Dollars are currency. Yeah. Um, anything that you can trade, right? So you have Bitcoin, you have Ethereum, you have Litecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin things like that. Um, and yes, based off on how many people are like dumping and buying mm-hmm. throughout the week, it fluctuates. It goes up and down, mm-hmm. just like any other stock, just like any other asset. Economics. Econo- right. ba- basic yeah. economics. Except <laughs> how I approached crypto, how, or at least it broke down to me, is just like a way easier and then like speedier version of what's happening. It's like supply the stock and demand, market. but in a huge... Right. Just like in real time constantly. Mm-hmm. And what the dudes that are screaming in the bullpen, like in New York Stock Exchange right now, like yeah. we just got it on our phone and we just understand it now. We're just like, all right, cool, sweet. Dogecoin is going down. I put a hundred bucks into it. 
<laughs> let me flip that over to Solana because Solana's going up today. Okay. And like, oh. so for instance, this morning, um, I saw that Ethereum was going down, I think. Oh, my um, Ethereum. I think. <laughs> and then when you say that going down, like it sounds crazy, but like it's just literally throughout the day. And yeah. you know what I mean? Right. And when it dumps, you know it's going to pump regardless. Yeah. Right. So, then so you day don't trade. Don't you just crypto. leave it in though? Some days. Okay. Day trade. I'm not saying that like I'm a I master th- day trader. If I gave myself like, the the focus and mm-hmm. just like, stop fucking around doing art and like <laughs> being a dad <laughs> right like if, for a week like my whole life is only day yeah day trade crypto. I know some dudes that that's all they do is they just move their money around they'll wake up move their money around every four hours and then just like go back to chilling wow which is a life that is so cool I wish my, br- my brain doesn't work that way though I wish it did you yeah, know what I mean like totally. my, I, I would rather I don't know like I have other like impulses that I act off yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Tyler the creator said it best. He was just like, I don't have an NFT, but I have a fucking a car from nineteen fifty two and a two thousand dollar bicycle that I drove up to the top of a mountain and I roll mm-hmm. I rode around. I was like, Cool, you're enjoying in real time like your sweet. So like mm-hmm. however, I I there's a huge misconception that like NFTs and crypto is just like this this world that like the video game Halo kids made up and got sucked into when like, no, really it's going to be proof of verification. You're not going to have like politicians washing money through Senate anymore. You're not going to have like, you know, people fucking around in the stock market. Like there's going to be a lot more public access and views Mm -hmm. and it's, like it's not going to be like this violent world anymore where it's just like people are hanging politicians and, and you know, heads of companies because of shit, you know, is, is coming to light. It's just going to be like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, everyone's going to see how full of shit we are. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have to follow a mold pretty soon. Like NFTs won't be cute pandas anymore. Shout out friendly pandas. But they'll be. Um, blood records, <laughs> fucking gun records, bro. Like, yeah. Do you think whoa. full transparency Fam, is part of it? Hell part yeah. of like Web three, absolutely. And that okay. decentralization and like the fact that you can like it's 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 public access and public view for everybody is that I feel like that's why people are kind of shooting it down. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. It's like we can't hide our money yeah, anymore. There's no blast. like Bermuda. Uh, right, yeah. you, there's no more offshore accounts. Like, where's it? Where's this? Where's this bread at, bro? Like, ah, oh, you got all this in crypto. Where's you know? I don't know. Honestly, like, I can't speak on that far. Let me reel it all back to like how I got in. Yeah, there we um, go. Nice. Yeah, my bad. And so, we'd love no, any more of your history too, yes. for sure. And like, I feel like the way I got in is so important and like integral to like like my involvement in crypto because mm-hmm. like it. I, again, I was just a regular person. Um, regular artist, uh, was in town for LA for the LA art show, had a homie named Jan Meister, look him up, he's brilliant. Um, he just invited me to stay with him while I was in town. He was like, hey, let's stay with me if you help me paint these monkeys. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll paint some monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Next day at the party, fucking everyone was freaking out. Place was packed. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? They gave me an NFT the day after that. I was like, what is this? Then... I started to see that, all right, this, this thing, this picture that they put me on the phone, whether I give a fuck about it or not, there are people out there who do. Mm-hmm. And I'm a father of three kids, and I got debt, and I'm a, I'm a working artist, and I'm trying to figure my life out. 
I have now a digital, I have an asset, like a digital asset mm-hmm. yeah. that people are using. We don't have to break down and like, why is it worth something? Like that's a whole nother conversation yeah. we can smoke about. But <laughs> <laughs> Yes, totally. But I was able to see like obviously through OpenSea and MetaMask and stuff like that. Like these are just apps that mm-hmm. I'll break you guys down on. But I was able to see the volume like at which they were being traded and how many people wanted one. So think Pokemon cards. You don't give a shit about Pokemon cards, but there's some guy who made $2 million off of Charizard, right? Right. Yeah. Does totally. that not apply to our lives? Yeah. It does. Because <laughs> he made $2 million bucks. Right. right. Who doesn't like want to care about I Pokemon opened, cards, but you care about money? Bro, I had a Charizard. My first soccer game, I'll never forget it. My first pack of Pokemon cards. My mom was never the lady to let us buy stupid shit. I don't know. She was feeling good that day. <laughs> she let us go buy Pokemon cards. Um, my first pack ever. I put this on all my kids. I had a Charizard. I was like, what? And then I was a dumbass. A couple weeks later, I traded up my homie because I liked the art on his card. He had a mm-hmm. Scyther, and I'll never forget it because when I saw the episode, I was like, this Pokemon's whack. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's super reminiscent of what's going on now because like when I got that, that NFT, the Pokemon card, like I waited a few days or weeks and I sold it. But when I saw $20,000, big man, I was like, we should bleep out the account the, the, the amount, yes, so people yeah. don't rob me. Yes. But when I saw the amount of you know what I traded it for, um, I was like, holy shit, this is real. Um, and then I was able to like re I reinvested some of that. I paid off a bunch of debt and like, oh, okay, wow, this came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This, and then it hit me that there are people doing this all day every, long, yeah, wow. every day. And like, I have friends, I got a homie in Nebraska right now. He's got two kids, beautiful families, my age. And just like, only thing he does is buy, sell, trade NFTs. All wow. And like, and got a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, like how much has he made off of it? Oh, man. How many digits? Oh, oh, duh! Over six figures because his wife's in the game too. She knows what she's doing. So, like, okay, yeah, yeah, they're just they're both at it. And then on top what? of that, like on certain things, like the apes, right? They release. Or you're an ape holder, so you have it. Your ape. Okay. Now we're gonna give you this, which is something else for you to be able to trade, um, or buy and sell something of value. So another NFT. Okay. And since people can't afford this, they're probably just gonna buy that one off you because, like. This one came after. Okay. And that's why, like, oh. the apes kept airdropping more and more shit to their people. And their people kept holding their stuff. Because, like, yo, if you hold on to your shit and don't sell it, we're gonna, it's going to be worth more. Yeah. Just like yeah. just like my Yeezys. Just like all, all these sneakers. And mm-hmm. so yeah. you take Pokemon cards and sneaker culture, and that's it all comes back. I don't know what girls yeah. used to trade back in the day. I'm sorry. I'm not... I was Pokemon First. cards, so that's right, why. Right, yeah. Pogs. Um, I had some Pokemon cards, but I wasn't really into any of that. I just played sports a right lot. Right now, my and daughter's... And then I got into weed. <laughs> Fair. So it was like sports and then weed. Which Although I funny, did watch a really good Because hello, weed heads and athletes are into NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <Yeah>. am both. <laughs> right, so that's I why... I played my sports, too. That's why I'm like, okay, I feel like this is something I should get into, but I also don't want to, like, I don't know, be doing something that I don't know shit about and be fronting on... I don't know, like... <laughs> No, I honestly. think I'm gonna spend like a week trying to. <laughs> but then it's also like you can is... learn so much just Are you on, guys the, on Twitter, on the internet. Yes. Okay, so right now, if you guys follow Friendly Pandas, okay, and just start to hop in um, the Friendly Pandas. Uh, How Twitter do you spell spaces. it? Uh, F R E N I E N. No, 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 no I. Oh no, I. Just okay. friendly, like so. Wow, I'm glad you asked. See, yeah. S- for real, because like. <laughs> 
I'm sure that NFTs has kicked off a brand new Twitter culture, which is crazy. Because I was around I, my first Twitter I activated in '09, and then like I was around for Black Twitter, like I thrived on Black Twitter. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> my best friend Hibachi Poppy, look him up. He's Obama follows him. Like he's, <laughs> oh my god, really? Yes, yes. He's been my best friend from tenth grade, and he's just like no. the funniest human I've ever wow. met. And he's just well. It's like news <laughs> combined with culture combined with memes. There you go. So like now NFTs, which was like birthed in Discord and Reddit, mm-hmm. is just like all right. Now you have they didn't took over Twitter because like all those guys are heads of companies at mm-hmm. Adidas, Apple. Like yeah. So the mass adoption through these corporations is going to happen overnight. So okay. that's why you're going to be buying burgers with your fucking your MetaMask pretty soon. You're going to need a. McDonald's token. Like, it's all like, going to happen. It's all going to be currency. The same way, that. yeah, my son <laughs> my son has to buy a Nintendo coin before mm-hmm. he can buy the game. All the same shit. Yeah. So, like, we've been prepped for this, and now the only difference is we're so smart. We're, we all go to YouTube University. We're able to make this fucking practical application immediately for us. So, like, now, like, all of this corporate shit that they would, like, implement onto society is available for human, like, just regular public consumption. So, like, now we're able to build our own businesses and companies, and that's, I feel like, why when you're able to, like, understand this before it becomes mass, mass adoption. Yeah. Like, all the money will be, when it's easy to understand, all the money to be made will have been gone. Yeah, Yeah. like, you you need to have, you need to have the advantage. Exactly. If you were buying Bitcoin in 2000. For sure, and I'll never stop saying it. There's not enough women, there's not enough loud female voices in the the Web3 space. I'm ready. (laughs) Educate yourselves, just sit inside of some of these spaces and learn, ask questions. If people want to fucking be arrogant, that's their problem, and like, cool, you don't know how to network, bro. What about Clubhouse? (laughs) Do you use Clubhouse? Fuck Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Clubhouse. <laughs> I'll say it twice. Sorry. Um, I love it. It's just like a popular. No, I love contest. that you're saying that. I hate Clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I yeah. was curious. Come at me, Clubhouse. Like, I'm not curious me. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was really hot for a second. It's kind of died down. Twitter Spaces ate it, al- ate it alive because, like, now <clears throat> you can do the same thing there. Mm-hmm. And oh, there's an actual really? social, like, yeah, it's, it's actually tied to it. It's not just like a bunch of pretend folks talking out of their asses. Um, you can have a space. And the reason why, like, I'm pushing, like, these panda Twitter spaces is because, like, I watched a dude who was my videographer one week and no fucking clue what NFTs were. He's taking my pictures, shooting me 3D content while I was at the water park. I put him onto the pandas, and then a couple days later, he's like, bro, I made this much money. And now I listen to him in the spaces and he's up there talking with these people just like holding his own talk like, yo, this one's rarity traits that this is how much it's worth. And it's just like finding any introduction and finding a community just like anything else that you're trying to get involved in. Just like you just put yourself out there. Real talk, do it. And like if I see you guys pop up in these spaces, you guys know how to talk on mics. I hear some of these dudes just talking and I'm like. (laughs) Bro, we are not trying to listen to another white straight male tell us things. Like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Like, sorry. Many, no, I literally want to tell people that sometimes it's like, do it. Ha- haven't we you? We need to hear it from you. Like, they need to hear. From, like, right. It's hearing like, it from next. me is gonna no. be hate, but like, 
hearing it like and it doesn't have to be in like this spicy way I'm from New York it's the only way I know how to talk to people <laughs> I love hanging out with people from the Midwest because they teach me how to be like nice nasty and bless you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah they tell you you sound like an idiot with like also serving you pie type shit like, totally. come here baby you sound stupid <laughs> wow <laughs> like, I still want to spend time at your house I still feel so welcome right you know so like I don't know it's just um, wait but what are the rarities Okay, so certain NFT projects. Um, now, anything can be an NFT, literally. Fucking, you can turn anything into an NFT. So, we'll wait, can you help us that. turn our logo into it? A- okay, let me ask you a question. What's the purpose of your NFT, turning your logo into an NFT? Just for what? No, no, answer, de- answer the question as honestly as possible. Destigmatize cannabis. Okay, and then. What, do you have like a like a plan for it? Like, are you gonna just give it away to people? You're gonna sell it to people? I don't know. So, is it gonna hold any value? Image, <laughs> yeah, you see, know. there's so many. If you have one image, can yeah. you have like ten copies of it? Oh, you can have and, a billion, copies, okay. as many as you want. And it's so like, what, what currency, would we do? Like, <laughs> all right. So it's like a rare coin. Can you give it's us like? Free? Let me get let me get my book, oh. uh, the coloring book. Okay. And yeah, for sure. Because I have one of these. Okay. And I gave her one. Um, I love it. Before I keep talking, I just like, again, anything I say is coming from like the most loving. I'm talking to my (laughs) sisters, like trying to put y'all down. This is just how I talk. I'm not talking at you or down to you. You're great. Cool. I don't know anything more than most people. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) Damn, we got views. All right. I had a pause. (laughs) Okay. So. For instance, when I dropped my first collection, um, I took pieces from uh, my 2018 uh, run. So, like, I started drawing faces back in 2018. And it was literally for, like, the last five, six months of the year. So there's so much that happened in six months of my career that accounted for where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. Like, the first month I had a the first month of me drawing my first face I had a deal with Timbuktu backpacks worldwide collaboration whoa (laughs) right (laughs) literally wait how did they discover you uh the manager saw my shit on Instagram was just like yo bro uh pull through the shop we have these bags that aren't selling I think it'd look cool I went and picked it up I drew on the bag he was just like that's fire you're welcome to keep the bag uh we'll post it and you know do some promo or whatever um, can't promise you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we posted it up. It was cool. No one really cared. Then the, um, the CEO, Patty Cazado, I love her. Anytime I'm ever talking, I always bring her name up. Patty, I love you. She's no longer the CEO there. Um, at the time, every main chair at that company was held by a woman, and it was so fire. Um, Fuck yes. Yeah, awesome. You'll feel. Yeah. Um, right now, they like sold off to the people who own North Face and shit, so oh. it's just like a... You know, whack-ass they little just, conglomerate. Mm, yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, anywho, so that was, like, the very first month. And then, like, Patty Cazado, she walked into the building. Or I'd walked in, and she was leaving. And I had the backpack up front because I was late to the party. <laughs> and um, she's, like, she stops. She has bags in her hand. She's, like, who are you? Come with me. I'm changing your life tonight. Oh, That's my God. First words. And I was, like, Okay. <laughs> Came to the back room. She was just like, who is this young man? She's like, do you have more art? Why is your art not in the store next to these bags? Why aren't these bags in the store? So um, she had the, um, 
like the lady from Singapore in the room, uh, the lady who wow. ran like Asia, Singapore, uh, the design director, she's like, did one of these, had everybody meet in the Dude. back room. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, hey, let's cut something out. We need these bags. Can you do 50? And she was like, can you do 25? And I was just like, yeah, I can do 50. She was like, by hand? I did 50. So oh my. 50 in two weeks, I drew by hand. Whoa. Yeah, Jesus. my homie Germ was the first one. He's got the first bag and the last bag I ever drew. So wow. He, wow. He's a guy who vaults a lot of my shit. So I, nice. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, then like right after that, right, that <clears throat> right after I had met them, um, was the first dispensary that was just like, yo, come, the dap. So Lance yeah. Perryman was like, I fuck with your shit. He's got a bunch of like my originals in his house. It's like stuff no one's ever seen before. I have a clock that he stole from his own store <laughs> just to Whoa. have in his home. Yeah, like Lance Perryman fucks with my art. He's he, like supported me since Damn. day one. Um, just like put me in a bunch of rooms. Same with, and like shortly after that, I met Dwayne. Dwayne introduced me to Love Cheech Dwayne. Marin. <laughs> and like, wow. And um, again, shortly after that, I end up just bullshitting my way to the front gate at high times. And then my man Aldo, Aldo Caldo, who's a legend in the game, um, musically, he has his own day in Austin. Like, he played bass for Menudo. Like, he's he's the reason why your Siri beatboxes. When you tell Siri to beatbox, Whoa. she'll go, boots and cats. It's my homie. He wrote the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, that dude, <gasps> he was just, like, the festival director. And he fucking, um, <clears throat> he saw that I was bullshit. And I was with uh, my homies, Chelsea and Germ. And we're like, yeah, we're the, we're the VIP artists. We're here to paint in VIP. And <gasps> he saw that we were bullshit and they couldn't find our names. And he's like, hey, no, no, no. They just called me. They're with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got those guys today. Brett, go get him. So yes. Aldo and Brett, I hella name dropping these things. Um, yeah, boom. So after that, like life exploded. Came back from high times and everyone wanted to collab and shit. So, um, so I took all that. It happened very quickly, yeah. right? And I was like, damn, half that shit doesn't even exist. I, like I sold art for $50 back then. Now I'm literally getting paid three zeros at the end of like, <laughs> yes. at the end of the comma for canvases, which is nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, um, I took all of like that experience and I was like, cool, I'll put that into a collection. And since like half the people who know me now, the great majority of the people who know me now have nothing, they have no recollection of like my first six months and why people even appreciate my shit. Yeah. So when you go buy a Rube NFT, you go mint one, now it's called minting. And then when you get a card that's in mint condition, right? Mm -hmm. You heard that before. It's just because like it comes from the mint. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. You know, when things come from the mint. <laughs> yeah. <Currency. laughs> ba, ba, ba. So is yes. that starting to make sense? Okay, yes. Etymology is something that I fell in love with because I grew up, you know, with my mom talking like a 19, 1980s party girl from New York City. <laughs> but then the, I also like I had to go to this white high school and like <laughs> I had to like yeah talk both ways like figure it out and just like I also couldn't talk like my mom at my mom she yeah. tell me to talk right and I'm like you can barely speak English <laughs> it's crazy anyways so um so when you mint uh like a Rube NFT like most projects at random you'll get a piece right yeah. and these are two different pieces but like, let's say, for instance, um, in my collection, I every single one of them is a one of one. Um, and this is just a coloring book. This is not my NFT collection whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but every piece that you know you mint is a one of one. Oh shit! Peaceful choices outside. 
Oh, hey, peaceful choice. Can we choice. let them in? So they can sm- like, yeah. They brought some weed. Yeah, yeah who is it? Francisco. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bring them in. He just made <laughs> 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 We outside. Bring them up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll jump right in. Um, shout out Secret Society. Um, yes. I don't know if you guys, I know you guys don't know what it is because it's a Secret Society. Duh. Yeah. Ha! In the name. <laughs> I just love the name. Um, no, for real. So Secret Society, you'll start seeing it pop up. It was, um, so on Twitter, if you follow him, Richie Rich, um, dude out of California, the same dude who's like, let's get drinks in Beverly Hills. I'm like, no! <laughs> My pocket's not Beverly Hills like yours. I'm still an artist. I'm not an <laughs> NFT guy. <laughs> nah, um, but a uh, brilliant dude and shit uh, incubated a project that um, is sort of linking together all of the cannabis networks throughout the nation. Cool. Um, also working on shit in Barcelona, Spain. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but being able to... So the same way... All right. This is a perfect example. This right here is a wallet. Let's pretend it's a crypto wallet. In in your crypto wallet, you have (laughs) NFTs. Okay. And the utility in that NFT gets you high. I don't know. Nice, but like my dispensary can have an NFT collection and it's like when you... Legitimately. So like now what Secret Society has done is made it a lot uh, like is making it seamless for dispensaries and that discount system. So um, my phone, or he'll show you his MetaMask in a second, um, what the Secret Society Pass looks like. Wait, you actually like get... Yeah, it, it exists. So like now when I go to LA this weekend... See, that's what I don't understand is like having something tangible okay. versus not tangible. Baby girl, this is why I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. So yes, the same way you can have a picture of something, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why I asked, like you wanted to turn this into an NFT... Right. Okay. So his photo, which it should play a little animation and oh. twirls and shit. Oh, so you don't so actually have like a card thing. So that's like it's, a, it's just th- like on the. It's just wallet. on your phone. So like, the okay. same way you do your wallet. Apple Pay wallet. Yeah. So it's oh, okay. the same way of you. Oh, do. it's just in your. Give wallet. us give Apple like a year to catch up or some shit. I'm sure they've mm-hmm. already got it and they're just waiting to slap us in the head with it. I'm like, oh, iPhone 16. By the way, here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like every. They need a reason to line everyone up. Yeah, they need a reason. So, like, when they dropped that, again, I was telling you that's essentially a crypto wallet because what can he do with this NFT? He can buy shit. Yeah. (laughs) He can access Visa money. Wait, so so then will it just, like, go down a little bit on his, like, amount? Not at all. So this right here, the reason why, like, him holding this pass or, like, you holding this NFT, right, is now when I'm pulling up, this weekend to Vegas for NFTLA. I'm sorry, excuse me, to LA for NFTLA. Um, I have my, my pass, my stoner pass. I'm going to order weed from like their partner. Uh-huh. And now like I get 40% off my order free delivery. I don't have to go look for a plug, look for a dispensary, like hope I'm not going to get robbed in New York because yes, there's a network in New York. Hope, uh, okay. hope I'm not going to pull up to some city and get narked like, yeah. Under the secret society, understanding that there's like a, a legit viable cannabis network already worked out for you. Oh, okay. And like now your discounts there on top of that, though, is just like the apes, just like those societies with the tokens that are released worth value mm-hmm. is now over time after they're all minted out. 
Okay, all the money from buying, selling, and trading. Now, when your stoner tokens, whatever they call it, I don't know, when your token is released, right? Let's let's pretend same shit happened here. Everybody got the McCarter NFT. You gave it for free. Okay. Okay. And now do people do that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all the time. And then it's like <laughs> you your free thing. It's like, so like oh, now, I'll give you five dollars for it. But now, like, I can only listen to McCarter's. Uh, McCarter gets high with Old Dirty Bastard. McCarter gets high with Wu Tang, mm. and like now I have access to these things. And like now you're able to, I don't want to say gatekeep content, but you're you're literally able to just market to directly to your audience and how. So like, all right, okay. cool. I gave this away, but all right, maybe it's not doing anything for me. And she's a huge fan of McCarter Gets High and everything that you've been doing. And like you partner with Sensi's and y'all throw parties with such and such. And the way that you can get in is if you got the Rube NFT. Because yes, by the way, anytime that you go to an event that I'm involved in, if you got a Rube NFT... They're going to treat you like you treat me, like Whoa. including dispensaries. Mm-hmm. So like legitimately. So for me, what I have worked out is just like there are tons of partners that like give me free product and shit. And I'm like, stop, give it to my people because like it's going to help us all in the end. Mm-hmm. It's like now, yeah. you know, you want dialed in gummies, you want soy cubano shit. All right, go get the fucking Rube NFT or whatever. Yeah. Same with you. Like that's okay. how you work with your sponsors. This is literally free game. So whoever's like, you know pitching you checks or giving you free product be like stop for you know let's do it this way instead i I give my people 10 percent off peaceful choice when somebody walks in there i'm gonna give you this nft and make sure that you do have value and money in your pocket because like yes when they release a, a token and things like that he's going to reap the benefit. It's going to hit his wallet. He's going to get an airdrop the same way she got this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like now, just by you holding on to this past, like you have benefits just to hold on to it. But now long-term, you have return stake on investment and things like that. So you being able to apply that to like your very own stuff, like that is like, like me figuring that out is like now I'm making a lot more sense of what I'm trying to do. Because, yeah, it makes sense for any dispensary I call up to be like, yo, if I do give you this NFT, you're going to give my people this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, word, because now you can see how we're all winning at the same time. <laughs> people are afraid of NFTs. It's like, what's the point of a social media influencer? Like, we're starting to see those get washed out real quick because, like, yep. no one gives a fuck about hype. Like, what are you really doing? Not what did you do? What are you working towards? Mm-hmm. And, like, um... I don't know, it's just like, look at Mirakami. The dude did Kanye's album for fucking graduation, and now everybody knows his name and his flowers, right? So, like, like what? It, it, it's, it's, never, um, it's, it's never a short game with anything. Any, anytime I've ever worked with anybody, it's just like, all right, your action now, like, that's to quantify in multiple ways. And I love, like, the Web3 space and the metaverse and NFTs is because, like, yeah, me dropping... <laughs> this package of pre-rolls it was more than just like all right buy my weed it's i can give you a 10 second pitch now on nfts and you understand it because i fucking put this in your hand yeah true or false true boom (laughs) game over so like again just understanding that whole part of it is i feel you giving that to your audience and giving them something of true value not just you trying to make money off of them mm-hmm. but like how are you collectively building something together it's why i love the pandas so much because like the dudes put it together you know they're just like you know what fuck it um 
there is an environmental crisis going on due to Web3 and mining and like all this yeah, shit. Yeah, okay? I've heard so, some of that. Okay, so how are we going to combat that? Me as a graffiti writer, I, man, like I'm ready for the conversation. Like I need somebody to yell at me about like, yeah, we're making beautiful art on walls, but we're kicking hella gas into the environment. We're wasting all these aluminum cans. What are we doing with them? All these caps yeah. that like they just... Yeah, throw like and waste. waste like i truthfully anybody in the world like can help me figure out how to fucking make bio biodegradable spray paint caps like that would change a lot of shit and yeah. like more than making money off of it it's just like small steps so like when you do buy into a society like the pandas again i have my own shit that i could be shilling right now and selling to people but like you see that people have they're 10 steps ahead of you in the sense that like, all right, they're already donating to fucking the World Wildlife Foundation and creating mental health services and creating, you know, mental health charity groups that are there for folks who like. That's so important. Dude, like especially in any any space or culture, there needs to be that conversation always being had. Yeah. Um, and like. I don't know. I was in the military for eight years. I don't know if many people know that. I was a Marine. And, like, my least favorite part about that, looking back, at the time, like, it wasn't anything. Um, but now when I look back, it's just, like, how hard we were on each other's mental. And just, like, like how much space we didn't allow for, like, mental vulnerability and, like, decompression and release. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like even you guys podcasts like i listen to podcasts more than i listen to music these days because i'm just like it's mental decompression like all right i'm i'm relating to people it's just like yeah all right people being vulnerable and i can agree and like i'm in my car driving type shit mm -hmm. right. it's and connection feel like yeah i'm not alone yeah oh wow but yes so much there's so much there's so many ways we could go but Wait, yeah. oh, we need to ask our final question. Yeah, we ask um, everybody one question. Oh, wait, but I did want to ask you what kind of two questions. Okay, okay. First one is, uh, what do you see uh, as the future of the cannabis industry? Um, <coughs> honestly, just like nothing crazy. I honestly feel like the future of the cannabis industry is going to be hella standard. It's going to be... Very marble. More rules and regulations. <laughs> Super duper regulated. Um, as as regulated as you can get it to where, um, you know, uh, the, ultimately the government can say that they're using it for the federal benefit. Mm. Right. Um, so, like, yeah, it's going to be hella standardized. Um, I think we're going to get new drug laws eventually. Mm -hmm. So, like, on trappers and street dealers, like... Yeah, they're going to decriminalize, but it's, it's going to classify other shit once, like, okay, you know, yeah. federalization comes around. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you get caught moving fucking weed, you're going to be fucked. It's like shit. tax evasion now instead yeah, of Yeah, yeah, now they'll, else, they'll, like, like, they'll make it a federal crime type shit. Um, I see. But honestly, do I see Nabisco buying Oreo? Or, I'm sorry, like, Nabisco buying fucking Wana gummies? I hope, bro. Like, yeah. That shit well, sounds... what about big tobacco? Ooh, good. I don't know if I can answer this on here. <laughs> oh, I haven't signed an NDA. It doesn't matter. Ha. Um, <laughs> so, um, actually, um, I, these high tea 
Yes, they, what are uh, these? So good. So shout out high tea. Um, so there's this there's this clove cigarette I used to okay, smoke no. back in the day called Black by Dejarum. Yeah. The, the, okay, the right? Black. We all yeah. used to smoke them. Totally. Okay. So I love them to death. They saw me on social media years ago. I was like, I'd love to work with you, except like I exclusively push weed products. I can't mm -hmm. push tobacco. Okay, yeah. You know, hopefully in the future we can develop like a hemp product or something. Okay. I would love that. Three years later, they hit me back. Wow, they're like, like, that's actually a good idea. We should do that. And you like gave them the idea. No tobacco, no hemp, right? Um, oh, yeah. Wait, why don't they want to use hemp? I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. But. Um, there's a bird in my ear that there's a company looking to purchase a large amount of cannabis. Oh. And oh. They, they want to buy weed from Rube. So I partnered into a cannabis grow in California, and I have an owner-operator's license out there. Your boy's a cannabis owner on Cali. Oh, my God. Um, Whoa. And right now I'm trying to facilitate a cannabis deal to um, a company that is... You know, represented in the tobacco industry. Wow. Okay. So, wow. like, if I can make that happen, I'll be one of the first people to ever make the crossover from like brown to green type shit. Like, I'm. Wow. I'm in the conversation. Like, totally. Com fucking tobacco. Wow. You are big tobacco. No. Well, <laughs> now it's big green, and that, right, that's the yeah. thing. It's just yeah, like you're no, forcing for sure. big tobacco to like to make the move to make the move, you, regardless. Yeah. And like for me, is how how much does that benefit families? Like. Again, people can Absolutely. think of, like, the corporate side. I feel like growing up the way I did, like, um, my stepdad was a cop. All my uncles were drug dealers. My father went to jail. for My father went to Rikers for moving weight, like, coke and oh, heroin type shit, shit bro. Wow. So, like, <laughs> um, so I see both sides. Mm -hmm. And, like, New York, John Gotti's a fucking a, a god because, like, yeah, he was the leader of the crime mob, a horrible person on paper, didn't. Without, you know, had people killed and shit. Yeah. Um, but, like, old ladies in the community let you know that, like, the gas bill was paid and everybody was eating and stuff like that. So, like, um, there's the – there's that, I feel like, middle ground when it does come to the integration of cannabis and tobacco to where, like, there has been this um, – tobacco, right? Was it built on fucking slavery? So, yeah, if yep. you're going to buy into – the minute you buy into cannabis, like, that money better fucking go, and it will. Like, this is now, like, being able to use influence in the direction of, like, okay, this collab is happening, but, like, I want you guys to donate some money to this art project. So yeah. what, what's going to happen when Sensi, all right, cool, that piece that I did for the cover, mm -hmm. when we auction it off, we're going to donate that to the Last Prisoner Project. Like, my things that I want to go down in history fighting for is just, like, restitution to families that have been affected by cannabis law mm -hmm. so or, like, drug law. So I can smoke a blunt in the room upstairs when my kids are in your backyard. Um, but, like, think of the 90s when, like, I'm sure someone's got an uncle who was watching us who went outside to go smoke a fucking joint and then got locked up and no one saw that yep. uncle for a minute, bro. Yeah. And, like, what did that do to the entire family? What kind of trauma did people endure? And... I feel it's our, all of our, if you smoke weed, it's your fucking responsibility to make sure like it's right. Mm -hmm. Not like it's made yeah. right. And um, like, those are the things that like, I'll, I'll advocate for fucking tobacco to do like yeah. this yeah. integration. Cause like, it's that's, not going to come yeah. by way that's of what needs federal happen. regulation. Like the government, Joe Biden, excuse me, I'm not going to drop any, anyone with like um, any, any president like that. I 
feel is not their fucking like it's their lowest list of priority yeah. is to like restitute families from drug war, right? There's like I don't know other shit and legislation that they're trying to pass. So yeah, um, like it's easy, and all right? It's easy shit. for people to go and just be like, oh, President A, B, and C just like isn't doing this. Well, like. <laughs> There's a ton of shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And just like good or bad or like whatever the fucking case may be, like your problem's not being gotten to because just like gridlock. Yeah, you're just we're all fucking stuck stuck in traffic. Fucking mm-hmm. gridlock. So yeah. like if you're able to use your social influence and your affluence to make shit happen, then fuck yeah, it's your responsibility because we're all trapped in this reality together. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Preach. <laughs> yeah, wow, that well was amazing. Said. Yeah. Thank you. Totally. Sweet. Uh, and then second question, um, if you could smoke weed with anybody in history, alive or dead, who would what? be and what would you smoke? What? But it can't be family. It has mm. to be someone. Okay. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, wait. 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 Not Bob Marley. Not John Lennon. Not Not any of the obvious people. Mm. <laughs> um. Fuck. You know what? I always, if I was able to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg, it's bottom line, like dead or alive, it's just like culturally, that's just like for me, my bucket list, not being Rubezilla, just like being the fucking kid who knew Snoop Dogg was like, yes. <laughs> also like watching someone who never stopped being themselves and was able to like, he's on fucking Corona and Capital One commercials, like. He's our new age spokesperson for everything. Yep, yeah. And like, again, someone who's made me commit to the, like, to this life of like representing cannabis in that light. Mm-hmm. Cause like, he is fucking 50. So in 20 years, like, I'm up. <laughs> like, yes. uh, Teach and Chong are 70. So like, yeah. who are the, the modern day? Rubezilla like, is nice. Yeah, Rubezilla's up. So like, I would love to smoke weed with Snoop Dogg off of, off of the fact that the first time I got slapped in the mouth, was reciting uh, one of his tracks where they asked the kids what do they want to be when they grow up, and he said, I want to be a motherfucking hustler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> amazing. Snoop Dogg. Thank you so much, Ruben. You're amazing. Thank you, guys. And so knowledgeable. We're definitely having you back ASAP. Tight. Weird. Thanks for having me. Yay. Thanks. Thank Later, y'all.